For most people, Freemasonry is something which has an element of mystery about it and seems a bit closed off to anyone who is not part of the membership. What most people also possibly don't know is that the lodges are very active in contributing to the welfare of their communities. Here at Linton Lane, this has been something that we have seen firsthand as in the last year, Lodge Temple Hall has helped out the community centre with its projects to a sum in the excess of £10,000. Today I'm speaking with Lodge member Alistair Gibson to have a look at the charity work carried out by Freemasons and also to speak a bit about the background of the organisation itself. My name is Michael McLaren and this is Down the Lane With. Okay, so I'm sitting here today with Alistair Gibson, who's the Right Worshipful Master from Lodge Temple Hall. Hi Alistair, thanks for coming along today. You're welcome. So I'm going to ask you a bit about the, the background to Freemasonry, but to begin with, I think a lot of people may be unaware of the, the work that you do in the community. So could you tell me what, for instance, you've been doing over the past year? When this lockdown first started, obviously the weather was good and people were just sort of doing their own thing, but then you're hearing on the news, the local papers that... Even employed people were struggling for food and things like that. So I decided to try and get a few people together and see if we could do a collection point for the the food bank. Donations came in, very good donations, and we were contributing roughly between £400 and £700 a week in food. As time wore on and people were starting to go back to their work, it became hard to actually have a drop-off point for people to attend, to drop stuff off. So we started doing food. Got in contact with Mandy at Linton Lane. So we started making meals every Monday. Mandy was the one that was behind who, who got received the meals. And she probably actually knew a lot more than we did, who was more deserving. And we've been doing that ever since. And this weekend it'll be a year, which is unbelievable. So do you have contact with any other community centres in Kirkcaldy? Well, Lodge Temple actually originates from Temple Hall, so we had a, a long-standing association with Linton Lane when it was a boys' club years ago. We moved our premises down to the Charter Club, and I think we kind of lost a bit of the association with the local. So this has actually been a bit of a blessing, this pandemic, in a way that we've now got ourselves back in. We contributed to the Christmas party for the kids. We supplied Santa, got him along. He slave, we had snow, we gave them presents. And just to see the local kids once again getting something and basically Freemasonry is charitable. We don't ask for nothing back. To see the kids smiling faces was unbelievable that Christmas day. More so with the pandemic, they couldn't do very much. We've done other things, we gave the Easter eggs for the, the Easter run. We're getting doing Christmas again, we hope to have another social for the locals and Masons can get together and have a, a function once we're allowed to do so. So, yeah, we, we, the Lodge Temple Hall, as I say, really needs to try and get back involved with the local community. But there is other lodges in Kirkcaldy that can, are obviously doing their own thing. Dyser Lodge, they'll, they'll be sort of supporting their uh, local residents. So, yeah, it's, it is all throughout, but we're mainly Temple Hall and we did have an association with Linton Lane. And through that, we also do quite a lot for the North School. That was through Mandy once again saying there was a lot of uh, underprivileged kids there, so we were making meals, delivering food. We've got them a freezer to put in, in there so they can actually store some food if they're not getting it out right away. Uh, we also purchased a freezer for Linton Lane 
for any of them. So we have done quite a lot in this year. It's been a, a challenging year, but I think we've come out of it quite good. So I think we're now getting back into the community where we should be. So would you say that Freemasonry is a community-focused group? Or maybe the community side of it is more of a complement to the overall organisation? Yeah, yeah, I think so. More so that. Masonry in general is a club, a lot of people call it. But our main objective is charity work, whether it be a local community, whether it be nationwide. This year, we've just reached over £600,000 to Scottish Prostrate. I, think, I believe we're the biggest donator to that in Scotland. That's all Scottish lodges have done that. So it can be local or it can be nationwide. You know, we, we do do things nationwide, but we also do it local as well. We used to have a, a function every year, maybe raise over a £1,000, and we'd give it to a local charity somewhere. We give to the lifeboat every year. We get, we get letters from most companies or uh, institutions that require donations, and we give to, I would say, 99% of them. The pocket's not endless, and at the moment we're not bringing any money in, so that's making it even harder. So the cooking that's been done just now, is this? Is it yourself that's doing this? Members of the lodge? It's members of the lodge, or lodges donate money, and it's myself and my wife that do the cooking. I've now got one of the one of our members on board as well. He's helping doing the cooking, <laughs> just to give a bit of a variety, try and, you know, try and do something a bit different. Uh, once again, coming back to Mandy, she kind of sort of says what goes down well with most of them. You know, the old macaroni and cheese things and mince and tatties and that. When we done it for the kids, it was... I actually went into the school and asked the kids what they were like. McDonald's, which unfortunately we can't supply. But um, pizzas, things like that, which is easy for them to heat up in the house. And kids love a pizza type thing. So we, we kind of go and we look for advice because we, we don't know what the what the, the general public are really wanting or not wanting. So, um, yeah, we, we go to the school and we come here, get advice what we have, what they need, look at the funds that we've got and see what we could do with it. Well, that sounds really productive. It sounds like a, a good partnership. Yeah. What would you say to someone who might ask, what is Freemasonry? Freemasonry is a fraternity which I believe makes a person into a better person. You'll put an awful lot more into Freemasonry than you'll ever, ever get out. E.g. when we go back to charity work and things like that. It's a gathering of men who wish to make themselves better. Make yourself a better person in life. I don't think it's bad if you could do something like that. If you hold a criminal record, you, you could not join a Masonic Lodge. They do uphold certain standards. So if somebody wanted to join, I wouldn't recommend they go and do the Google thing. But we've got rituals and we've got standards. And these rituals and standards, I believe, make us better people. So one of the criteria is a belief in a creator. A belief in a supreme being. So am I right in thinking that's the only uniform criteria, a belief in a supreme being? That's basically it, yeah. Any religious group of people could be masons, any colour, creed, faith. There's no stigma to whatever they are. We do use a Bible in, in masons, but if that is not your preference... We'll use your preference on that. So we don't hold anything against any religion. People say, are we religious? Well, we are religious, but so is everybody's religious to a point. So, yeah, I would say so. And what is the historical connection with architecture? If, if you go back in history with, with masonry, to what year, we don't know. But masons were builders. 
We're not now stonemasons, obviously. <laughs> uh, we're Freemasons rather than stonemasons. But it goes back to the day when uh, masonry or when buildings were getting built, King Solomon's time. Masons were the general consensus of um, workers there. They would leave a little mark maybe on a stone, to, like a painter would put his signature on it. As to the, the actual connection, as I say, we are now obviously not stonemasons, we are now Freemasons. There was, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, there was obviously different groups of people that were stonemasons that had their, their own type of fraternity, shall we say. The actual physical connection between building and today, I'm not 100% sure where the actual connection is. Why does Scotland have such a strong connection with Freemasonry? Scotland did start Freemasonry. Grand Lodge of Scotland is older than the Grand Lodge of England. A lot of Scottish lodges, when they started up, I believe, if you look up the coast, there would be um, mariners, sailors, farm workers. So a lot of people would, in my opinion, probably want to start together. The oldest lodges at Kilwinnan in, in Ayrshire, Burns Lodge, or Lodge Zero as it's called, they would have been a lot of farmers and things like that. And they would probably meet in a pub, in a lounge, Nowadays, I think everybody knows we have a carpet in a lodge. In the olden days, they used to mark it out with chalk and then they could rub it away type thing at the end of the night. But they would be groups of farmers and local men who got together, you know. Maybe found a way of making each other better, helping each other out. Don't have to pay, I'll do this for you if you do that for me. The old bantering system. But you'll probably find in most, most areas, the lodges in that area probably had a prolific... Catchment, mines, fishing, farming, those type of industries. If maybe you joined the lodge, your workmates would maybe want to join if they thought you were enjoying it. You would get, so you used to get groups of people all coming from specific areas, you know, specific jobs, the dockyard, things like that, where there's big groups of people. So you maybe find lodges sort of form in those areas. Once they can get enough people to make a lodge, form a lodge, but you will find it was... As I say, maybe we'll go down in the, the pits or something like that. But nowadays, obviously, don't have mines and the people that joined up with their sons that's going on. So, so Alistair, before we finish up, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything else that you'd like to say in regard to the Lodge's charity work? I, I just feel, maybe on a personal note, that Masons should be putting themselves out a bit more in the local community, e.g. advertising. I don't mean billboards and things like that, but when we do something, say it was the Masons that done it, more people might come and ask for help if they know we're out there. Everybody knows about the Salvation Army and the Rotary Clubs and things like that. But we're well up there as well doing donations and helping out. Whether it's monetary or people, you know, people needing gardens done, the old Boy Scout thing or whatever. I think we really need to try and get ourselves back out there as Masons. Well, Alistair, thanks very much for coming along today and thanks again for everything that the Lodge has done for us here at the centre. And hopefully we'll see you a lot more here at Linton Lane. Yep, every Monday. (laughs) Thanks very much, Michael. If you'd like to know more about Lodge Temple Hall, then you can find the link to their website on our website. Down the Lane With was presented by Michael McLaren. It was created by Marion McPherson and Michael McLaren and was a Jacket Pocket Media production for the Linton Lane Centre.